At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard on VSEN. Welcome in, everybody. It's another edition of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. We're here from downtown Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. It's the Final Four NFL edition this week on the Lombardi Line with Mike Pritchard. He's the former NFL wide receiver. Good to be back with you, Pritch. Good to be back with you, Ben. We just hung out Absolutely. for like four hours Sunday yes, we night did. on the Pro Football Blitz. The whole weekend. We did, yeah, really the whole weekend. <laughs> We couldn't separate us. That's we right. That's right. Lombardi line. Now we're doing the Pro mm-hmm. Blitz. Uh, on so the we are highly familiar with this uh, conference championship. Uh, yes, we weekend. are. Yes, <laughs> yes, we, we will be uh, very much as the week goes on. I'm Ben Wilson, Brian Ortega, our producer behind the glass. Some line movement that we'll get to continuing in the Cincinnati Kansas City game, as well as the latest injury reports, the things you need to know as you get ready for conference championship weekend. The biggest news though in the NFL today, Mike, it's a team in Foxborough, mm-hmm. New England Patriots, that were a big disappointment this year. A lot of question marks as to what were the issues around the offensive play calling and what would be done to address those. Well, reports are today coming out this morning that Bill O'Brien is heading back to New England. He is set to become the new offensive coordinator for the Patriots, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, last an assistant coach in the 2007 to 2011 stretch and briefly crossed over with Mac Jones, the Patriot quarterback, when O'Brien was hired by Nick Saban in Alabama to take over as their offensive coordinator. Jones was on his way out. They did overlap during the pre-draft process. And now it is Jones and O'Brien united in Foxborough. How big of an impact do you see this being? Well, it's huge. I mean, one, I I love the NFL for a lot of reasons. Uh, uh, Ultimately, it's going to humble you. uh, And it's going to humble the greatest of them all, which is Bill Belichick. What's the Greek freak uh, quote? Uh, When you focus on the past, that's your ego, Bill Belichick. Uh, so good for you to finally get past your ego instead of Matt Patricia and all this stuff and all your coaching knowledge, you go out and get an offensive coordinator. Good for you. Thank you. You focus on the present. Uh, you, you get humbled. All uh, right. So they needed to do that. I, I think um, Mac Jones is going to be more familiar uh, with the college concepts that O'Brien's going to bring as well as the NFL concepts that O'Brien's going to bring too. So uh, you're going to help your quarterback immensely. Uh, here, you're going to settle him down. We saw him throw fits <laughs> last year mm-hmm. uh, with his hand gestures and everything towards the sideline. I mean, obviously, it was a frustrating moment. Uh, and, and also, the quarterback went backwards. I mean, that's the guy they drafted in the first round, uh, and they did not help him at all when you hire Mr. Pencil uh, to call plays when he's a defensive <laughs> guy. And then Joe Judge as a, as a quarterback's uh-huh. coach. That's why he was wound so tightly uh, because you're going to work and you're seeing Joe Judge every day. 
Uh, but no, I, I think O'Brien, like I said, he's going to settle that process down, the growth process uh, for Mac Jones, uh, and get back to more of the concepts that he is highly yeah. familiar with. Thank you for invoking, first off. The great Giannis. Oh, of course. I love that quote, by the way. It was a great quote. Outstanding. Sure. Great players uh, from generations on could could have used that quote. That's right. That's to at right. least keep themselves humble and continuing yeah. to grow forward. You just look at the at the in retrospect part of this for mm-hmm. New England with a dual play caller of sorts where it was never really openly said yet assumed and known by people around the league with a Matt Patricia and Joe Judd's offense. In retrospect, Mike, I realize that to kind of qualify this, your last year in the league was 2000. A lot mm-hmm. has changed in the NFL in the two decades since. Mm-hmm. What sort of historical context or or past experiences were there, though, to say that that sort of thing would have ever worked, though, from your experience? I mean, did that did you ever see that never. happen in, in your time in the league? Never, never. I mean, I, I worked with some of the best play callers that ever call plays in this game. Uh, when you think about June Jones, um, you know, the whole Mouse Davis, the whole evolution of the, the run and shoot. Um, then you go to, you know, Jim Fossil, rest in peace, uh, great coach. Uh, then you go to Mike Shanahan uh, and then Mike Holmgren. I mean, I know what it takes for those guys to call plays and the talent that they are on display with those guys each and every Sunday or game day. Uh, for Bill Belichick to suggest that, oh, yeah, any coach can call plays. I mean, that that was a slap in the face uh, to a lot of people that put a lot of work into it. Um, so that was all about ego, too. That, like I said, I mean, it, it's about ego. Okay, I'm the greatest coach ever. Uh, uh, these coaches are going to be fine. Our quarterback's going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. We know what we're doing. No, you don't. It was dysfunctional. Uh, and you saw that play out on Sundays. And as a better, I mean, you could take advantage of it sometimes. There was a Belichick tax, too, involved in which I was able to cash a couple of tickets that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, this is more about the growth of your quarterback. This is more about the growth of your football team uh, and, and returning back to respectability. I mean, the league is too tough. Uh, and, and once you think you know it all, uh, that's when the league will humble you. And that is now where Bill Belichick is at That's as where a he's head at. coach. You think about the, the past experience over Bill O'Brien. Uh-huh. He's there first as an offensive assistant in 2007, promoted to wide receivers coach in 2008. 09, though, was the year he, he did take over as play caller after Josh McDaniels left. McDaniels taking the head coaching job with Denver at the time. And that was a year of transition for New England because it was yeah. after the Brady ACL injury week one, 2008. Matt Castle takes over as backup quarterback, leads him to a really good 11-5 and five season, but mm-hmm. the Patriots missed the playoffs. Castle gets traded to Kansas City that offseason. O'Brien comes in as play caller, and the Patriots picked up right where they had left off in 2007. Right. There was really not much of a struggle or transition, and that was the first of 11 straight AFC East titles in O'Brien's first year as a play caller. Obviously, Tom mm-hmm. Brady was still in his prime, albeit coming off an ACL injury, but uh, the play calling spoke for itself, and that was a 10-6 and six team that did lose in the wild card round his first year as a play caller, but one that did put up huge offensive numbers. Right, right. I mean, everything you laid out uh, is the story of the National Football League, though, because, I, I mean, every great head coach, and, and Bill Belichick is a great head coach. He's the greatest of all time. Um, I'll give him his flowers back now. There you go. <laughs> but, but every great co- head coach will tell you it's all about the staff, too, and, and, uh, and the coaches that are around them, right? And uh, I, I think if you talk to any uh, play calling head coach, they had an awesome offensive coordinator. Right, uh, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy. You know, you can go on and on down the line in terms of play caller slash head coach. Uh, they had outstanding assistant coaches. Charlie Weiss, prior to Josh McDaniels, right? And I mean, that's the thing about that was mystifying with Bill Belichick and what he was doing with Patricia and Joe Judge, uh, right? Uh, you know, and uh, you, you worked with these guys before, and maybe you thought you could work it out, but now you are going to bring somebody that you worked with before, and then somebody that is familiar with Mac Jones. Mac Jones predominantly played with uh, Sark uh, as his coordinator, but you know they overlapped a little bit. Uh, I think he was a consultant on that staff mm-hmm. uh, in Alabama. So, uh, But more importantly, it's going to be something that's more familiar to Mac Jones, and we're not going to see uh, the temper tantrums. We're not going to see that. P- perhaps we shouldn't see it anyway. You'd hope at least. We hope. I mean, New building, England right? hopes, right? And So I think this is encouraging. Uh, certainly stuff to file away as a better uh, for the New England Patriots as you want to evaluate them through the offseason. It's a New England team that from the 2022 season, as much as we focus on the offensive struggles and how they, they missed the postseason mm-hmm. for the first time since <laughs> since that 2008 <laughs> year going 8-9, and nine, it was a team that finished 10th defending the run, right. first against the pass, tied for 5th in yards per play allowed. This is a really good defense. 
And yet, Mac Jones was 29th out of the 32 qualified starters as it related to EPA per play plus yeah. completion percentage over expectation. You could make the argument that with an adult in the room there coaching the offense, that is a playoff team for the New England Patriots, yet they were so far away finishing 8-9. Does this, does this make you think heading into next year, given the Bills have a lot of questions Ooh. to answer in the offseason? Yeah. The, Miami, Dol the, the Miami Dolphins yeah. have a lot of questions to answer yeah. in the offseason. Those were the two AFC East playoff representatives right. that New England will be back to being a live playoff team in the futures market next yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, there are some strong quotes coming out in New York about scouring the earth for a quarterback. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, and they need a coordinator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so yeah, there, there's that, that whole division is in flux now, and uh, you got to get it right. Uh, and you got to get it right now. Uh, and I think O'Brien allows the New England Patriots to be a viable option for the division, to be honest with you, uh, coming up uh, next season. You, and you were really high on New England, right, coming into this year, but that was before um, some, of the, some of the cracks started to emanate and at least become public knowledge because yeah. you were assuming there would be some sort of replacement for, for Josh McDaniels right. when, he, when he left to take the Las Vegas Raider head coaching when, job, right? When they hired Patricia and then, okay, Joe Judge is a quarterbacks coach. I was no longer high. On, you, you were high at first, I mean, and then it. The, yeah, yeah, then it was like it was What are you doing, right? And then it was like, okay, you have to prove this to me now. And as a better, that's how uh, I approached New England. Um, like you guys got to prove it to me. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, at times it looked okay. It never looked great. It never felt great. Um, but on top of what they had defensively, like you just laid out, I mean. They could have made the playoffs. I mean, we saw the rise of the Jets, like I mentioned, but um, you know, you you cannot let your ego uh, get in the way. Uh, and so now you're humbled, talking about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And I don't know if Kraft had a hand in this too, but uh, you know, you got to get back on the right track, and you got to get mm -hmm. that quarterback back on the right track. Patriots will draft 14th in the upcoming NFL draft. Yeah. It, it's interesting to think about from a power rating standpoint. Mm -hmm. How do you rate the four teams in the AFC East heading into next year? You figure Buffalo still the favorite to win the AFC East, but what do you do with teams two through four? It's a great question. Um, I, mean, I don't know how question. I would rate that. Like, I mean, like I said, we, we talked about this before too, uh, Pro Football Blitz, in terms of all the impending uh, free agents that's going to take place for the free agency situation for Buffalo. Uh, and then are they going to be able to sign some of these key players and or are they going to kind of just change what they've been doing because it hasn't worked. Mm -hmm. uh, they haven't got to a Super Bowl yet. So uh, I think the division is in flex, though. And, and you got Bill Belichick, the greatest of all time, uh, who has corrected himself uh, by bringing in a competent offense coordinator. Well, think about the teams who've lost in the AFC postseason so far this year. Miami, who knows mm -hmm. what will happen with Tua right. Tagovailoa at quarterback in the offseason. Baltimore, who knows what will happen <laughs> with Lamar Jackson at quarterback hey. this offseason. Did you see they just signed his cousin, claimed off waivers from Dallas? Is that is that like a... Let's try to get it. Let's try to really get us ourselves out ahead of this mm. if we're Baltimore. I don't know. Okay, put yourself in Lamar's shoes. You want guaranteed money, or do you want to play with your cousin? It, <laughs> it seems like it just. Yeah, they're do. They're trying to put themselves in right, the right, right. Uh, Trayvon look, Mullen claimed off waivers. Yeah, they're trying uh, to look Baltimore good to today. the public, saying, "Hey, if we don't have Lamar Jackson, we tried, we tried, but." How you keep a player that wants the demands that he wants yeah. is you give him the guaranteed money or you come close to a number that uh, is uh, adequate for Lamar. He signed his cousin. Yeah, <laughs> probably not the same. Yeah, we can anyway, barbecue to see my That cousin. is the other news of the day outside of the bill. Uh, O'Brien hiring going to New England. Trayvon Mullen signed off waivers by Baltimore. Yes, the cousin of Lamar Jackson. We still have a lot to get to just getting started on the Lombardi line. Up next, the latest injury reports coming out of the conference championship games. We'll go to Kansas City when we return. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN. With Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. As we're just getting started, Tuesday edition of the Lombardi Line. Will Hill, do it all, VEASAN analyst, joins us in a little bit this hour. Josh Applebaum, host of the VEASAN Morning Daily Bets podcast. He will join us in hour number two. The line movement is is starting to get out of control, though, Mike, (laughs) for the AFC Championship game. (laughs) Cincinnati and Kansas City, you and I were on the air for the Pro Football Blitz Sunday night Mm -hmm. when the line opened. It was Bengals, Chiefs, Chiefs minus two. It's now gone four points in the opposite direction. Cincinnati now in the market, a consensus two-point favorite. And a couple of books, including behind us in downtown Las Vegas at Circa, have gone to two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half, Mike. Well, I tell you what. I mean, my first inclination here, obviously, we talked about a teaser on Pro Football Blitz. And I was waiting for the Lions to see what happens with the market. And now you're talking about getting through eight and getting through to two possessions in each game from a teaser standpoint. Um, the NFL this year had, let me find it again here, make sure that I want to state this acu- uh, accurately. Um, I got I know what you're about to say. About the, the most one-score games yeah. in NFL history. Yes, that The that NFL had more one-possession games than ever before. And why is that going to change now in the conference championships? From a probability standpoint, from a betting standpoint, I mean, even if Patrick doesn't play or doesn't finish, uh, it's a year at a backup quarterback, and we've had more than w- more one possession games than ever before. Uh, so, I know there's overreaction, there's reaction, and all that, but yeah, I'm I'm certainly inclined to you know do follow through with what we talked about. Oh, you weekend. bring up Patrick Mahomes, and that is why the line is moving. Mm-hmm. If you look at the power ratings over the course of the season. And Cincinnati and Kansas City played in Cincinnati a little bit earlier this year. Yeah. Kansas City was a two-point road favorite. So if you assign a point and a half to home field advantage and you flip that around, you would then say, okay, Kansas City by five. Now, that is not taking into account how well Cincinnati played down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Some of the struggles Kansas City had as big favorites. I personally would have made the game, assuming full health for both teams, Kansas City minus three. Okay. If you assume Patrick Mahomes is worth, let's just conservatively call him a, a seven-point move on the line, if you downgrade Mahomes to Chad Henney, that would then make Cincinnati a four-point road favorite, which the line is now getting perilously close to assuming here. Yet, our original reaction to the high ankle sprain suffered by Mahomes on Saturday night is to say, okay, he's going to play, but how effective will he Mm -hmm. be? And that's where the week of speculation begins. Here's what head coach Andy Reid, for what it's worth, had to say yesterday on this. I mean, he he mentioned it to you that he's going to play. So, I mean, that's... uh... Um, that's his mindset, and, and then we'll just take it day by day and see how he does. The game plan part, we don't have to do much either way. I mean, they both run the same play. So, um, as as far as the reps, I, I've got to see how he how he feels. Uh, 
you know, when we get ready for practice. Hmm. That is Andy Reid. Not really, yeah. not really saying anything we weren't expecting to, <clears throat> you know, to, well, to give away. But how do you interpret just just the general narrative and and, and the information that we're yeah. going to see out of Kansas City over the next? Few I days? mean, Andy Reid has experience with this. Remember, T.O. broke his leg before the Super Bowl, and he played with a broken leg in the Super Bowl. Um, At two thousand four, yeah. Eagles, Eagles, Patriots. The offensive coordinator for uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy, broke his leg and played in the championship game. You know, broke a bone in his leg. I, you know, Patrick Mahomes has familiarity with his injuries. I mean, the guy dislocated his kneecap and came back that year. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's, it's sports. It's, it's, it's the athlete. It's doing something that normal people can't do. Uh, and, you know, yesterday on the Lombardi line with Patrick and Michael, I talked about supernaturals. You know, Michael Parsons is a supernatural, right? Um, I think about these impact players, uh, Warner, uh, Greenlaw, those guys are supernaturals. They do things that other people can't normally do. Patrick Mahomes is a supernatural. This is, he's been in the league, uh, as long as he's been in the league, he's gone to AFC Conference Championship games. He's hosted them. So I know what the line's doing. I know what the line's suggesting. Mm -hmm. I know what the market's trying to do with this game. But there is so much more to this than, than Patrick Mahomes and his injury. I mean, uh, we were talking about this during the break. And... If there's ever a time for an athlete to cross the line uh, and risk it in terms of trying to do whatever you need to do to get healthy, it's the AFC Conference Championship game, right? Like in terms of, are you gonna get drug tested? You know, there's DMSO, or there's uh, deer antler spray, remember that from Ray oh, Lewis? Yeah. I mean, deer antler, I mean, yes. <laughs> Yeah, look, you're trying to heal and you're trying to feel good for a game. Uh, and you're working around the clock trying to create blood flow to that area to help heal it. Uh, but, but if there's ever a time to risk it, uh, and like like he risked it uh, in, in the game just this past weekend, you know, going back out there on one leg. I mean, I think professional athletes, we are conditioned to take risk, uh, and we are conditioned to compete and to block things out. And, <laughs> I mean, this guy wants to play. Andy Reid just talked about how his mindset is focused on playing. Uh, and I think Patrick is going to do anything and everything possible to try to get out mm -hmm. on, on that field. And because at a certain point, the way the betting market is set up, it is going to be an overreaction and, and it will go too far, especially if it trends in this mm -hmm. current direction. The, the number's only been up for 36 <laughs> hours and already it's, it's flipped an entire four points. If we talk rehab, yeah, what does that look like for, for Mahomes this week? Well, it's around the clock. Um, like I said, it's, it's all about blood flow and trying to create uh, situations where you can get uh, those healthy blood cells in there to help it heal. I mean, it's, it's more painful. There's going to be swelling, uh, but it's, the high ankle sprains are mostly pain uh, related too. And, and so uh, you're going to protect it, but you're going to work around the clock. I remember when I had my situation with my knee, it was around the clock. I mean, I would go home with a machine. It would, it would do compression on my knee. I would elevate my leg at, at night next to my wife uh, on a wedge and the machine would be going, compressing it with ice. And that was around the clock. In addition uh, to getting my knee drained three times a week. Uh, but then ultimately on game day, I had to take a Toradol shot. So you did all that. Sure. Still. But that Toradol shot helped. <laughs> that thing. Got you over the, over Ooh, the up there. That thing turned back years on my, uh, yeah. on my, my life right there. <laughs> well, it's like we you. remember when, you know, when <laughs> Russell Wilson had his famous quote of, uh, you know, I'm rehabbing what, 21 hours a day. Yeah. But as much as you could make fun of that, I mean, the reality right. is they're, 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 you are having something that is working on, whether it's a knee or an ankle. Right. Pretty much around the clock is what and, you're saying. And the thing about a Toradol shot, like I don't know if, if Patrick would do that because of his ankle, but if they brace that thing, like say he cannot move it, um, and it's, it's all about pain. Like I said, I, I don't, I would not put it past anybody from a from a conference championship mm -hmm. standpoint to get to the Super Bowl uh, to do anything, everything possible to be out there on the field to uh, to compete. I have to think he he is able to suit up, and a teaser now becomes. Very, very intriguing Whew. teasing up San Francisco and Kansas City. Now you can get it through the three and the seven. Uh, we'll get into some of our overall our game handicap thoughts a little bit later. But for now, just kind of focusing on the injuries mm -hmm. as, as of today. Well, everybody's going to talk about Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback and his high ankle sprain for the rest of the week in Kansas City. Are we, are we just going to forget about the fact that the Bengals had three offensive line starters out last week? Is that just, are we just done? Is that, is that not even a concern anymore, Mike? I think it is. It should be, you know, Daquan Jones did not play. That's over 300 pounds for Buffalo. Um, 
uh, Ed Oliver is not the same, you know, and also the addition of uh, Jordan Phillips. That was another 300-pounder that did not play. He played 19 snaps for Buffalo. Uh, and so that offensive line, that, that was neutralized, that situation with the injuries. Now here comes Chris Jones, and he is a game wrecker. So you got your backups against Chris Jones, you know, and, and so we'll see about the health of, of Cincinnati and, and the offensive line uh, as the week progresses. But uh, Chris Jones, he's a supernatural. Yeah. You know, when, when you look, when I look at betting and I look at, you know, people that can change the game, I call them and I put a star next to your name because they're a supernatural. Uh, and and I, I pay attention to that because the team opposite that person is paying attention to that particular player. It's not something we can just forget and say, well, they made it work one week, the Bengals, so now it's not going to be an issue. <laughs> the latest coming out of Cincinnati from head coach Zach Taylor, this was reported late yesterday, both Jonah Williams and Alex Kappa. I look at my updated quote here. Zach Taylor said the same thing about both guys. Mm -hmm. He said they're both improving every day and the team <laughs> will see where it ends up. Yeah. That is not exactly committing one way or, or another. Uh, but Williams, the left tackle, out. Cal Kappa, the right guard, out from last week, as was right tackle Leo Collins, who remains on IR. The other one, too, you look at the center position, and Ted Karras got banged up early mm -hmm. in that game. Yeah. How, yeah. Cl how close to 100% is Karras, really? And he he's going to be questionable uh, coming into the week. That's what he's listed right now in the right. depth chart. But I'd have some concerns about Karras, too. Is it a true anchor? He's a captain of that yeah. offensive line. Yeah, he was hobbling all game long. I remember when he got hurt. I think somebody ran into him or something like that, and... Uh, I remember uh, even the sideline report, uh, they indicated that he was battling through it because they're low on numbers when it comes to the offensive line. Not a whole lot of bodies that yeah. Cincinnati can rotate in anymore. That injury situation should not be overlooked. As much as Patrick Mahomes is a superstar and his right ankle will get the majority of the talk. Cincinnati, the offensive line, it was an issue going into last week. Just because they overcame it doesn't mean you should ignore it heading into this week. As we start our early look at championship weekend, we'll do that next, talking a couple of interesting matchups in Cincinnati and Kansas City. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSEN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe. Mike Pritchard, I suppose we have to retire uh, right route, wrong route, because yeah. how do you find teams on the wrong route who are still alive? There's only four of them. It kind of makes me sad, though. It's been a lot of fun bettable with that segment. Yeah, bettable information. And you though. were on top of yeah. these Buffalo Bills, your final mm -hmm. wrong route of the year, heading yeah. into last week. Market went to the Bills. They lose outright to Cincinnati. They did. So. They did. They were definitely on the wrong route. Um, the only angle before settling in on the Bengals and the points was um, the Josh Allen rushing yards prop. You know, I couldn't lay it with Buffalo, understanding the issues that they were having. Mm -hmm. um, but then when that number got to an attractive situation uh, with the dog, and said that was just too many points, right? Uh, and then on top of that, okay, they didn't even rush Josh Allen. I mean, the way that they should yeah. have. Uh, and, you know, he, he didn't play well. <laughs> Someone who bet Josh Allen's rushing yardage prop over. Would have yeah. been nice to see that would have been But nice. that's in the review mirror. Yes. So now what we'll do over the next couple of weeks here in lieu of right route, wrong route for the former wide receiver in the NFL, Mike Pritchard. We'll just look at our, we'll each do a matchup to watch for mm -hmm. each game, uh, each uh, each of the two conference championship games as we get ready for this week. So it's interesting to see how, we're, like where we landed on these because uh, to me, there's there's one central matchup and it doesn't even have to do with Patrick Mahomes' injury per se. Assuming Mahomes goes, how does he as a Kansas City quarterback match up against a dynamic defensive coordinator of Lou Anarumo? A D.C. who limited Mahomes and the Chiefs offense to 20 total second-half points over the previous three meetings, all of which were won by Cincinnati, all of which by three points. That, to me, is the biggest factor coming into this game, where Cincinnati's defensive line had five different players with at least two pressures on quarterback Josh Allen for Buffalo in last week's game. 44% first-half pressure rate on Buffalo, and Allen never really had time to get comfortable and get his way into the game. If you get that same sort of pressure on Mahomes, especially a limited Mahomes with the right ankle injury, I have to think, Mike, his, his productivity goes way, way down. Uh, how do you see the Anarumo defensive scheme actually playing out once we get to Sunday? I mean, it was a reason why the 
Kansas City Chiefs changed their offense. Uh, what the Bengals did to Patrick Mahomes last year in that conference championship game. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, as great as he is, you know, he's a risky player. He's, not, he's an air raid guy. Uh, and with Tyreek Hill out there, you love and you kind of lean on the scramble drill, right? Because if you make the big play, you can uh, create stuff like that. And uh, what the Bengals were able to do in that second half and limit the, the uh, Chiefs to only three points uh, in the entire second half. And, I mean, it was incre incredible. But they just completely changed their game plan. They dropped eight people uh, in coverage. So you took away the scramble drill and you forced Patrick to be patient, to dink and dunk. And that was something that Patrick Mahomes did not want to do last year. Um, so Eric Bienemy on Andy Reid, they changed their scheme. They got Juju and more possession type people. Uh, and now they kind of forced Patrick to matriculate and be patient. Mm -hmm. Uh, now it hasn't worked because the Bengals beat him again earlier this year. Uh, but you know, that's a, that's an excellent matchup, uh, that you discovered right there. And, uh, whether Patrick is going to be compromised, which he will be, uh, from an injury standpoint, you know, how is he going to solve? Uh, the issues that the Bengals present. Mm -hmm. And it's why when the line opened, I was all over Cincinnati in a teaser mm -hmm. when they were one, one and a half point uh, early underdogs line opening two to Kansas City, but quickly got back down. I bet Cincinnati up partnering them with San Francisco for the simple reason that Lou Anarumo as a defensive coordinator ought to be giving head coaching looks right now. He's, <laughs> he's done that good of a job yeah. and deserves to be getting legitimate head coaching looks in this offseason. Anna Rumo's defense, it's not just the pressure they got in a single game last week against Josh Allen and the Bills, but mm -hmm. finished the year seventh in overall pass defense on an EPA per play basis. Final six weeks of the year were fourth in rush defense. It's a unit that is quietly, despite losing a couple of really key pieces like Chidobe Awuzie, a cornerback in the secondary, have only improved as the season has gone on. I've only allowed two fourth quarter field goals. Right in those three previous meetings against Kansas City, all of which were won by the Bengals. So to me, the, the Anarumo piece of this is going to be enough. Even if Mahomes were healthy, it, right. would, it would put Cincinnati in a very favorable position. Now you add on the injury to Mahomes, and it's why, to me, getting Cincinnati to tease them up to a seven-point range was very, very appealing early in the week. Unfortunately, yeah. you can't do that now. You can't do that now. Nope, not at all. But, um, yeah, looking at the other side a little bit, but uh, Anarumo, I mean... You know, I think what's working against him is look at the final four. I mean, they're all offensive-minded head coaches. Uh, and I think, you know, it's a copycat league that way, and the owners are looking at, okay, the final four teams, and, okay, I want that guy. I want a guy like that, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, defensive-minded head coaches, uh, we saw McDermott, you know, uh, be different. You know, you, you wonder about what the trends are going to be moving forward uh, in the league. But he's a, he's a great defensive coordinator. Uh, Cincinnati really – uh, has uh, bought into the style. Uh, they're taking it upon themselves as, as players, too, to do that separate work from coaches. Like, the coaches will provide tape and all this. They'll study it. But then the communication on the back end with Bates and everybody else uh, is phenomenal because they have to be able to communicate that way uh, to run the schemes from uh, Anarumo. It's a defense that doesn't really make any big mistakes. Right. They keep they keep you in front. Mm -hmm. That's why Mahomes has struggled. Has not had the ability to take super deep shots down the field. So yep. with that, yes, what matchup are you looking well, at if it's not going to be deep down the field? Well, it is. It's Travis Kelsey against that Bengals mm. defense. You know, it's um, can Anarumo and Bates and everybody else kind of take away Travis Kelsey, which well, I just talked about supernaturals. Here's a supernatural. Nobody can take away Travis Kelsey. I don't care who you are. I don't care what team. What. Defense you have, what scheme you have, you cannot take this guy away. He's, he's that good. He's that big of a difference maker. Now, now, on top of that, here's where it gets interesting because this is a quarterback-friendly offense, meaning you think about San Francisco and all the moving parts, the versatility that they have. Travis Kelsey is that. Is he an H-back? Is he a tight end? Is he a fullback? Is he a running back? Is he a wide receiver? Because that's the nature of Travis Kelsey within this offense. On top of that, he is third in the National Football League in yards after the catch for receivers. And that's including running backs. And think about all the screen plays and all the big plays uh, like Eckler, McCaffrey. Travis Kelsey is third in the National Football League with run after the catch, yards after the catch. So I think Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reid will scheme him to move him around to make it difficult for the Bengals' defense to focus in on take, taking him out. Because mm -hmm. that's what the Bengals uh, have done. They've taken out the number one option, whether it was Diggs, um, you know, you think about whatever Baltimore had, I mean, right. Uh, you know, ultimately it was Huntley with the fumble, but, uh, no, I, they're predicated defensively to try to take away that featured person, 
Uh, and so I, to me, that's the matchup. That's the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care who's playing quarterback for Kansas City. Uh, if you can neutralize this supernatural, then Bengals are going to win the game. But if they can't, then Kansas City uh, is going to have a legitimate chance too. Especially when Kelsey was limited to four catches, 56 yards, and had the crucial fumble that essentially cost Kansas City the game in the first meeting between the Chiefs and Bengals earlier in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But a guy who last week, 14 catches, 98 oh. yards, two touchdowns. Don't, don't expect to get any discounts, by the way, on Kelsey props this week. No, no, <laughs> you, no, if no. you want to bet Kelsey, you're going to have to pay the tax. Yeah. But 13 of those catches came on 13 targets with an air yardage of mm-hmm. under 10 yards. All short throws to Kelsey. Eight of those were on hitch routes. Right. It, it looked so easy with, with the scheme that was drawn up. Okay, just have him settle down in a, in a soft zone. It was amazing that Jacksonville had no idea how to yeah. adjust to that and, and simply decided not to. You have to think that Cincinnati makes it a little bit tougher than just to say, all right, post up eight yards down the field and catch wide open balls. Well, you think, but you know, think about Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be what, in shotgun. Okay, you're going to play off of Kelsey. Yeah, I'm going to turn around, throw him the ball, and he's going to run after the catch and get us in advantageous uh, down and distance situations, right? Uh, if you're going to play impressed, then his body and his skill set is going to create leverage. He's going to get open. Uh, if you are going to bracket him, okay, we're going to move him around with motion, or we're going to line him up in the backfield as a running back. Okay, how are you going to bracket him now? You're going to break down your defense just to cover one guy. So I see that matchup uh, being paramount, being very, very important. Now in the red zone is where it could get difficult because that's when Cincinnati really steps up. Uh, but then also that's where Kansas City gets very, very creative as well. And it's a, a Kansas City team that still, despite all the struggles historically against Cincinnati has put up points. Mm-hmm. Look at the three previous meetings, 27-24, right. 27-24, and then 34-31, three games that have gone over. Yeah, uh, That's an interesting interesting angle to this that we'll get into with Will Hill in our next segment because while everything is being focused on the side here and the move there, the total has also come crashing down. Open 49 and a half. It's now sitting market-wide 46 and a half, only a couple 47 still wow. left in the market. Three meetings between the two in the past have all gone at least 51 or higher. So yeah. I realize that is baking in Mahomes' injury into the market. But if you're thinking Kelsey can still have a good day, mm-hmm. regardless of quarterback or regardless of effectiveness of Mahomes, you probably think that Kansas City can move the ball, score, and that this could be a game with more points. Yeah, you have the two best quarterbacks in the National Football League going after it, getting after it. And, uh, you know, one's banged up, but <laughs> he's a supernatural. I think Joe Burrow, would you consider him a supernatural? course yeah i mean as many times as he was sacked last year and got to a super bowl (laughs) he is unworldly wasn't phased at all last (laughs) week in the snow on the road with only two healthy starting offensive linemen from preseason i would certainly say so will hill do it all visa analyst he joins us next how is will handicapping the two conference championship games we'll find out at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. As we're back for our final segment of hour number one on the Lombardi line, I see more line movement, Mike. Even as we go into a break, another book has gone to Cincinnati minus two and a half. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much painted market-wide. Wow. You, well, we're, we're thinking the same. You and I are kind yeah. of thinking the same thing. We'll, well see I mean, if Will Hill agrees in a second, And we but. talked about this on a Pro Football Blitz on the weekend, the de- de- developments in terms of the news cycle. Like, Patrick's not walking, you know, and Patrick's not going to be able to play or whatever. I mean, all that stuff could influence the line. But uh, it's early on. I'm curious to get our, our guest, Will Hill's yeah. thoughts well, on the situation. You and I both thought this would happen. The yeah. line as the, the, the general sense of... Negative news on Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. increased. It would only go towards Cincinnati. Uh, Will, as we bring you in, at what point does this get to be too much of a move? Is Cincinnati now having shifted four and a half points since it opened Sunday night? Probably three. I think if it touches three, and I think that's a, probably a coin flip you know, at the moment, uh, and you could say that about both games. If they hit three, I don't think the threes will last long. Uh, it's interesting to see such an you know exaggerated extreme movement this early. You wonder if somebody knows something here. Somebody got wind that it's really bad for Mahomes that he can barely walk, something like that. Because uh, to see this much movement now, it's one thing to go from overnight. All right, you probably opened up a bad number. There were actually Cincinnati plus three right away. Those disappeared. It's plus one and a half. You wake up the next morning and it's minus one and a half. And we've you know we haven't seen a correction yet. We've just seen it keep going up, up, and up. I, I do think if it gets the three, it won't last. But you know, you wonder if this move, there's some information behind it. You know, Will, I'm one of those to think that it's going to be really compromising for Patrick to play uh, on that situation with that ankle. And therefore, I turned my attention to Chad Henney uh, over the weekend uh, and, and through to today even uh, and, the, and his abilities within this offense. So it's a year to back up quarterback, right? I mean, we're looking at the final four in which if Patrick doesn't play, only Joe Burrow's got experience in, in the conference championship situation. So uh, Brock Purdy gets respect with the 49ers and that complete roster. What's your evaluation on the complete roster situation for Kansas City uh, with a backup quarterback going up against Joe Burrow? It's just so hard because, you know, Mahomes plays at such a high level where if let's just say he plays and he's compromised to the point where he's an average quarterback. Well, that makes Kansas City kind of an average-ish team. I mean, look, they showed some things Saturday. They ran the ball. You know, Henny, uh, you know, played pretty well. I think got a little too much credit for throwing for 20 yards. But uh, you saw some things from, from, you know, that drive you like. They did go 98 yards. Mm-hmm. I thought Jacksonville really missed a golden opportunity here to get to the conference championship game. If Lawrence had played a little better, man, there were opportunities for Jacksonville to win that game. But, uh, you know, Mahomes just plays at such a high level where any sort of drop-off here to him being just an average quarterback uh, is really going to hurt them, and it's going to make it difficult for them to win this game. It, it really is, and uh, I think the best play here is the Chiefs team total under. Boy, I'm seeing it under 24 and a half. I would love to bet that if it's available. Uh, I got it at 23 and a half. So hopefully, um, you know, I, I didn't miss the best number there. I can't believe that there's a 24 and a half available, just because it, you know, as a right-handed thrower, that right foot, that right ankle, that's the plant leg. That's the, the leg. That's the the foot you use to plant, to drive, to throw the deep ball. Uh, I don't think Mahomes' legs are going to be a factor, and that's one thing that makes Mahomes really good. Two things: he can scramble, he can you know get buy himself time in the pocket, and he can throw it deep. So 
with that ankle being compromised, you know, I, I think we'll see a lot of running game. I think we'll see a lot of short, quick, you know, conservative passes, get the ball out of his hand. You're not going to want him to get hit and, and make it even worse or have him come out of the game. So mm-hmm. I think Chiefs team total under is a good play. I'm, I'm very skeptical that he can play well on this uh, on this ankle. It's a shame because, I mean, look, you know, it's this is five years in a row they're in the AFC championship game. And if it doesn't go well this week or, you know, they lose at some point. To walk away with only one Super Bowl after these five AFC title appearances, it feels like you know they left a little meat on the bone, and boy, you just never know when you're going to keep coming back and back year after year. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, brief openers at 24, but none of those numbers will are, are available. 23 and a half, okay. the best you can get. Yeah. So don't don't fret on that. <laughs> it has come down. 23 and a half, the best team total number on Kansas City. Will Hill looking to go under as Will joins us. You can follow him at not the Will Hill. How about game number one, NFC Championship game, San Francisco and Philadelphia, with the top two rated teams both offensively and defensively from the NFC still alive. How do you view the matchup playing out? First of all, what a hell of a game. I mean, these two rosters, forget all the good quarterbacks, the great quarterbacks are in the AFC, but these probably are just the two best rosters, just, you know, top to bottom, uh, pretty similar teams. Both are going to you know, like to run the ball. Both are really good at stopping the run. So I do like the under 45 and a half. I just think both teams, they're not going to try to, you know, throw it 35, 40 times. That's not their game. I think both teams will run it. Uh, that gets the clock running, but both teams are, are good against the run defensively. So I look for an under here. I think it's, you know, a 23, 20 type of game. It's a great tease piece to tease the dog. Uh, you trust Kansas city enough to tease them up. I, I don't know that I do. If you were, you know, smart enough, smart enough, savvy enough to tease Cincinnati on the opener. I think that's a good play, but, uh, I do like the under here. I just think it'll be, um, you know, a, a, a game where the clock's moving a lot. Both teams run the ball and I think we'll get to a three. I just don't think the last. I think the fact that Philly looked better than San Francisco last week, Philly's home, Purdy versus Hurts, I think that's enough to get it to three. I just don't know that it'll hold at three because I think these teams are pretty dead even. Uh, McCaffrey with the calf is a little issue too. I think that's enough to get it to three. I just think you know, it's probably closes right where it is now at two and a half. Those threes won't last. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that total too, Will, is like last week uh, we saw two high-powered offenses struggle against Great defenses, like defenses win championships, right? I mean, yep. uh, you got two decent defenses again. I, I think the 49ers defense is tracking uh, to be historic. And the speed on that side of the ball, I don't know if Philly has seen or played against anything like that this year. Neither teams have. It's funny. I was yeah. just, you know, start, starting from scratch, going through the schedule. It's You know, you, you sound like a hater when you say, oh, they haven't beaten anybody. But you go through both teams, really. San Francisco, Philly. I mean, unless you, you know, Philly beat Detroit week one. These teams beat, you know, uh, Philly beat the Vikings. You go through it. They didn't beat a lot. There just weren't a lot of good teams in this league this year. There weren't a lot of good quarterbacks. So, you know, you look at San Francisco's wins. You look at Philly's wins. Now, look, when, when you have those kind of records and you're as dominant as they are, you don't have to apologize. Nobody's knocking them. But you look at them versus quality opponents. You don't really have a huge sample size. So, yeah, it's a great point. Both these teams really haven't, you know, seen the caliber of team of each other. So it just makes for a fascinating matchup. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if either team pulls away. This should be a, a down-to-the-wire game, you know, field goal game tied with five minutes left, something like that. Just a, a really evenly matched game here. It's exactly why I teased right. San Francisco right away, Will. No hesitation, <laughs> at least on mine. I, I told this to Mike on Sunday. Like, can we please get a three? Give me a three, Will. <laughs> what you said makes me think, okay, maybe that could potentially pop. Even if it's, if it's a juice three, I would I would happily take uh, San Francisco at least on the side. I, I under completely agree with, with your thought uh, to and under with uh, both really stout defenses and the way the game flow ends up playing out. You'd think, though, if if this is a good defensive game plan from, from both sides and it comes down to who can execute uh, down the stretch, even though it is a rookie quarterback in Brock Purdy, I still would have confidence in San Francisco and, and back the Niners here. How much confidence at least do you have when you've watched what Purdy's done now? It's been seven weeks here as a starting quarterback. He's really good. He's poised. He moves around in the pocket. He does a lot of things. It, you know, it's amazing. All this time we spent talking about the draft. We didn't spend one second talking about Purdy. And here he is, you know, two wins away from holding up the trophy. Just an amazing story. You think if Lance didn't get hurt, Garoppolo didn't get hurt, he might have never played in the NFL. He might have just washed out and, you know, gone to another league, never played. You wonder how many other Brock Purdy's are out there that never got their chance. But uh, I trust him. I do think he he had a couple balls that were up for grabs the last couple weeks. You know, Diggs dropped an interception. Uh, Seattle had chances. I think he was dangerous with the ball a little bit, but hey, all these quarterbacks get away with them at some point. You worry at some point if his catch is up to Purdy, but you know, you got to feel pretty good that he's, uh, you know, he's steady. He, he, he knows where to get the ball. He gets the ball out of his hands quickly. And the thing we don't talk about a lot, 
Robbie Gould is a hell of a kicker. Now, the Philly mm. kicker is pretty good, too, but you, you trust Gould at, at the end of these games to make these kicks. He's a clutch kicker, veteran, and I think this is a field goal game at the end. Thinking field goal game. That, that's, <laughs> that's, definitely right. how I, that's definitely how I see it. Uh, Will, uh, thanks so much, as always, for joining us. Uh, the BetMGM book, uh, Rest of Country, did just go down to two, but juiced to the Philadelphia side at minus 120. Every book I see on my screen is still painted two and a half. All the books in Vegas shaded towards the Philadelphia Eagles. So we'll see if we get a three. Fingers crossed on that, uh, William. I am, I'm headed out to uh, Torrey Pines this week. I'm excited for that. Do you have a long shot play for me uh, on the golf that I can, I can sweat out in person there? You need a guy that can really drive the ball. Kurt Kitayama, he's finished third at the Honda last year, finished second in the Mexico Open. He hasn't won on the PGA Tour, but he's won a couple uh, on the DP Tour. I think this is a good course for him, so I'll play him in some of the matchups. I think he can get him like 90-1 to one to win Oof. the whole thing. So wow. Kurt Kitayama winning would be, uh, would, would be a favor I would, I would greatly appreciate here. That's why we love you, Will. That's like, right. Will right hey, I need, I need some action. I'm going out to Torrey, you know, <laughs> get a little sweat going, and, and Will Hill's giving that action. You got a good me. life, man. You got the life. You get the hell Pritch. You go to Torrey. Pines, you got it all. I do my best. Pritch, Pritch puts me to shame in a lot of ways. So I, I'm trying to, to try to capitulate, get back on his level. Uh, Will, good to see you as always, man. We'll check in next Tuesday. See you guys. Appreciate it. All right. Hour number one in the books. Yeah, I, there's no way like I that. can really, I can't really, you know, compete with you, Pritch. From the uh, gallery, 90 to 1 on the a gallery. Program. All right. Hour number two, we have some breaking news regarding the San Francisco 49ers. We'll tell you about that next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.